Sorry, are we recording this? Are we recording? Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, he's saying great things. Why are you recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's recording. Welcome to Nourish by Spinnies, the podcast which promises to inspire you to eat well and live well. I'm Devina Devecha. And I'm Tiffany Eslick. Welcome to a space where we hope to nourish your heart and soul. On this show, we chat with leading players in the food community, from farmers to foodies, as well as health and well-being experts. It's all about engaging conversations and fresh ideas. Today, we're taking our kids down to check out Garbu, which is a supper club, and talk to their head chef, Yonel Katao. Now, I had the opportunity to try out their supper club menu a few days before this interview. Tell me more. It was honestly a fabulous experience. Um, I wasn't quite sure what to expect before I got there, but I would say that with every step I took, I was really blown away. Uh, the decor spoke to different elements of Emirati culture, which was amazing. Um, and the food itself was really, really good and really a nod to different elements of what you would find here in the UAE. So yes, I would definitely return. Okay, I'm definitely going to try this because I've also seen it popping up on everybody's social media feed um, and it looks so interesting. So how did it get started? So Garbu is a collaboration between Tashkil and Atelier House Hospitality. Right. And Tashkil is an incubator for art and design here in Dubai, right? Yes. Um, which was set up in 2008 by Sheikh Latifa bin Maktoum bin Rashid Al Maktoum. And they do a lot to empower art and culture in the country, from consultancy to training to printing and cutting services for artists. And they also run an incubator initiative called Tinween. And there's honestly so much more. Uh, so we've put a link in our show notes so you can find out more about them. And Tashkil is also where Garbu will be opening up a full restaurant in a couple of months. But more on that in just a bit. I'm so excited to hear all about this. Um, tell me about what you found out about the concept behind Garbu. Honestly, there is a lot to unpack here, but let's start with uh, Chef Yunel Katao. He told me how he had been looking at a number of different countries in terms of, you know, where he wanted to set up a base. And he actually came to the UAE only last year and was checking out some of the Northern Emirates. He finally partnered with the team behind Garbu and moved to Dubai about seven months ago. So he, since then, he's been exploring everything the UAE has to offer. So from, from the very start, I've tried to to eat in as many restaurants and as many different places as possible um, to to go and visit some incredible suppliers. We did hundreds of dishes for tasting, so wow. that was <laughs> discovering myself. Yeah, and especially because I I was learning about new ways of cooking, new spices, new ingredients. Um, tanor was something that oh yeah was very new to me. I've okay. never heard of that of that cooking technique before so i did a lot of research i went to the museums to the libraries and also i think very special is when the team started to come on board and now we start to, to work well together and even if we are just at our start we've only been working together for for around two weeks it's it's very rewarding mm. because to to watch them day in day out to see how they develop and how they grow and I don't know, it's, it's very There's hard. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot because, as I said, it's, I've tried to go everywhere from visiting Mushif Park to yeah. see all those beautiful gaff trees, the, yeah. the Quranic Park, the suppliers. I remember when I've seen Farm to Table and to see rice grown here, mm -hmm. I was very impressed or the saffron or it's, it's too many things. There's like a lot, yeah. My trial, for example, it's, it sounds weird, but like 
I remember it very fondly because um, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done okay. in my life. So, <laughs> so uh, it is very rewarding. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 hard to choose. Yeah. Like for example, I'm also from a personal aspect. We also work with uh, with Atelier House and. Everyone over there tried to help me, mm. so they they all had an impact on on me, like from the marketing department, finance, the HR, the to learn more about operations because they are also a big part of my role in here at Gerbo. So everyone was there to help me and mm. to to give me that platform for me to to learn and develop myself. Mm -hmm. So I look now back at my journey and. I'm very fortunate and grateful for everyone involved. How interesting. It almost sounds like he's done all the things that some of us who've been around for a while haven't gotten to do. Yeah, and it was really nice to hear about his discoveries in the UAE. And as someone who's grown up here, it's like watching a fresh perspective, which was brilliant. And of course, how they've then taken all of those things that make this place special and bring it under Garbu. Garbu means welcome to our humble abode. And to me, it means exactly just that. We want to welcome our guests and to to send them on a journey through the finest ingredients found here in the UAE. And when we're talking about uh, about here, we we also need to know that it's a melting pot of cultures and influences. So we do take uh, inspiration not only from Emirati culture, but also about our relationship with the um with different places from the from the Arabic Peninsula and international influences um but it, it also will reflect as much as we can um the local artisans and suppliers and producers and from the beautiful table to the biodegradable chandelier to the plants we have outside to the 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 plates that are made here in the UAE and and so many more things are this is something that mattered to us the the, the farm to table the um, the sustainability the connection the tradition but it's also very important that for us is that we try to combine tradition with innovation yeah so it's something that uh, uh, we try to to showcase throughout the entire not just through the food or through the drinks but through the ex entire experience from the start to the finish. There's so many different things I want to talk about because when I came here for the actual um, supper club, the dinner, I was genuinely just taken aback with, for me, it was the details, which you mentioned as well. Um, I think there was so much care that I could see taken from everything from the branding to the chairs to, like you said, the chandelier. I think, can you tell us a little bit about the chandelier as well, what it's made of? Because I thought that was fascinating as well. Yes. Every detail matters, and we have put a lot of thought and a lot of hard work into. I said it's a lot of people behind the scenes yeah. that that they do deserve all this credit. Um, we wanted to almost give you the same feel that you would almost have when you when we start Gerbu in, in hopefully in April. So we wanted to the food to be as similar or the furniture or the vibe itself. So this is why, because for example, outside uh, we have a barbecue area and the plants because um, we're going to have a, a fire pit and yes. underground cooking. And so we'll have 
someone outside cooking in front of the customers and I said the, the table is, is very special because obviously like dates are such an important part of the culture and yeah. it's such a beloved ingredient and uh, to use the uh, from the day tree the, the things that normally will be discarded and to create what I believe is a very beautiful piece of art yeah I'm not, I, I think it, it deserves that that name or the biodegradable chandelier that I think all those details together it's what sets us apart yeah no I think just everything like you said it just kind of stands out um and like you say a lot of reference points to obviously where we are at the moment yes. uh the fact that we are in the UAE um and a lot of these you know like you said the, the palm or the the leaves that were used in the chandelier they're all from here um, and that was amazing to see. It just felt quite a holistic experience. It wasn't just, oh, here's the food, but here's everything else yes. also. No, this is, this is something that is very important and it's something that we all believe in and we all want to use because UAE has an incredible larder of not only of ingredients, but of artists and potters and suppliers and people who do furniture and people who do the plates and yeah. it's incredible what is available and I think it doesn't especially for example when it comes to food it's very underrated for me I was truly blown away by when, when I first came in here by what is available and even now during the last seven months I've been here I've discovered so many places and I'm still every single day I go and I, I said Dubai, you don't stop to to surprise me. Yeah. I always you always discover something new in here, um, not only from a tourist perspective, but from like the people, the the warm welcome you received. The I remember the first time I've seen the gaff tree, which I I immediately I, I when I heard the story and the importance yeah, of it in yeah. in the local culture, um, I thought it was incredible. Or some of the suppliers when we visited them, and I remember I was uh, I was shocked. I did not expect to find this quality of of ingredients here. I was I said this is this is better than most of the places I've ever lived in or the things I tried and I was how how is yeah. this possible in here in in the desert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grow this and especially to such a high standard and quality, it was blown away and plus we take our responsibility very seriously because we want to 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 promote and to protect the the environment we as a team we want to to go to suppliers and to go and maybe plant a tree or for example there is a, a beautiful story about uh, a supplier that uh, only hires people of, of, with determination okay, and yeah. they are helping to create chocolates and labne and oh, cheese ball and the, i think the story was beautiful and i think it's exactly with those kind of people we are trying to like help and promote and work with because it tells a story yeah. it tells a story and people will be surprised by how incredible i mean uae is did you have a favorite uh dish of the supper club menu uh, if i have a favorite dish of the supper club menu i like all of the dishes it's like trying to ask a chef to choose their child clearly but <laughs> um, for me the matchbus holds a very special yeah. place because from the start of my journey here in Yerbu, it was there. And also the, the cabbage, for example, because I was very impressed with the quality of the ingredient in here. And it's it's a humble ingredient. It's something that we are very, we wanted to, 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 take, a, to take humble ingredients 
and see how we can elevate them together. And it's not just me, it's together we, we brainstorm with the team yeah. and see how can we how can we take something so humble and so almost underrated and and make it shine. So like yeah. this, if you have this and then you have a meat course or a fish course, you do not miss that. You you yeah, have yeah. the vegetarian, yeah. you're like, wow, this this can stand out against anything. So and that is not something very easy to do. And um, it's something that we are very proud of. But as I said, I think the the dishes, all the dishes tell a, tell our story like very beautifully. And um, our connections with the with the local artisans here in the found here in the UAE. Heads up, we will have a bonus episode out next week with delicious ingredient details and some of the inspirations behind the Supper Club menu, so stay tuned for that. And when we come back, Chef Yunel gives me a sneak peek into some of the plans for the restaurant. That's right after the short break. Let's talk about our tomatoes. Our Spinney's food tomatoes come from Ladoria, tomato processors based out of Italy since 1954. They source their tomatoes across the provinces of Campania, which has a lot of great volcanic good soil, and Apulia, which is close to the sea. Yes, the tomatoes are grown in natural conditions and then processed within 24 hours of picking through the summer to lock in that freshness that you enjoy with our tomatoes. We love working with partners like Ladoria. In 2016, they became the first Italian tomato company to produce a sustainability report outlining their carbon dioxide reduction goals. Here's Diodato Ferraioli, who represents the third generation of this family business. We have been able to map uh, our CO2 uh, consumption throughout all our extended supply chain. Uh, and we're putting uh, into place uh, several activities in order to uh, reduce the, the, uh, our impact. For instance, uh, we are setting up new photovoltaic plants to be uh, always uh, less reliable uh, on energy uh, coming from non-renewable uh, sources. In 2022, the company recovered 98% of its food waste, which is just fantastic. So the next time you want delicious tomatoes, you can shop them at spinneys.com or grab a can in our stores. Welcome back. I'm Devina Devecha and you're listening to Nourish by Spinneys and my conversation with Chef Yonel Katao of Garbu. I'd just love to hear a little bit more about what we're going to get uh, once once Garbu opens as a restaurant. It might sound simple because we are a restaurant, but what we offer is first we will have breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. So do expect beloved dishes like uh, buy tomato with kamir bread, for example, for breakfast or... Uh, underground cooking, we have an ice cream room and a gelato room upstairs. Okay. So we will create all our ice creams in-house oh, and nice. um, for for everyone to, who doesn't like an ice cream, yeah. like from, <laughs> from kids to, to, to grown-ups and everyone loves ice cream. So, for example, that will be a part of um, our menu, the, the fire pitaria, the, the barbecues. We have some incredible gardens with uh, a lot of native flowers and plants and trees and uh, for example you can expect a lot of gaff trees for example this Lovely. is something that we are very fortunate to have because it tells the it's a part of our sustainability journey um, when it comes to the team we at the moment we will have around 14 15 chefs um, including pastry um, as i said um, we are also very fortunate that 
uh, we will do everything in house. So we're talking about pastries and sauces and dressings and fermentation. And we are also uh, working our front of house team. Yeah. They will do our own cocktails, uh, our own drinks, our own kombucha. Um, uh, we actually have, as you tried already, a delicious kombucha made by uh, by uh, by Uther, who who I think did something very. I think it it was so refreshing and it was so delicious and I think it was exactly what you need. Yeah. Like uh, through the meal, so do expect those touches or or those things. Um, I do want to keep a level of secrecy, so like this. Yeah. Okay. It's that intrigue <laughs> and and. Uh, to, to welcome you for uh, for you to experience that but uh, as i said um just like in here every detail will matter and every every small detail is being looked at and for us to see how it can create a sense of togetherness of of welcoming and also to tell the the the, the story and, you know, you said, I think earlier, I think when we started the conversation, um, you know, you see yourself kind of being part of the Garbu journey for, for a long time to come. I'd love to hear what is it that, you know, your hopes or your aspirations for Garbu as a restaurant, as a brand, you know, what do you hope uh, for it? We want to be the kind of restaurant people want to come back time and again. And then... For me personally, to as my own personal goal, it's to be a mentor. To that is my biggest goal to the team. To have people that we can grow together and we can learn together and we can fail and do mistakes, but then learn from them. And all that journey is, is something that is very important to me. To also, I another thing is I I want to even if in a small way to promote the the Emirati food and the culture and the traditions uh, because they are very special and I think they do deserve um, recognition at a at a higher scale um, and when it comes to the cast to the to the restaurant itself we want to to promote as I said the best things of what UAE has to offer like this is something that is is very important want also. Combine the the tradition with the innovation. So for them to, if they come one time, two times, ten times, they to to still find something that can still surprise yeah. them. That's something that, as I said, inspired by the uh, by the local artisans. Mm. Um, so I have a question that we ask all our podcast guests. Okay. And this is the trick question. Okay. <laughs> um, what is it that nourishes your soul? The people, the people. I I think it's. It's at the heart. I, I think it's the most important thing for me. I think if the team is happy and if the team grows, we all grow. And that will reflect in what the customer will receive. It it gets hard and we all get, you know, like a mix of feelings. On, but we, we push together. And if the team feels that they they are working a place mm-hmm. that they can, I don't know, grow and develop and... When they look back at their journey, they're like, I'm a completely different person. Like I'm now, compared to how I was six months ago, I'm a very different person. So I want to do everything in my power for the team to feel the same way because not only they will win, I will win, but our 
guests will win because that will showcase in every single aspect of their experience, not just in the food, but in the service, in the welcome, in in the way we greet them, in and in a sense of what to me is true hospitality. I th- I think that 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 is why the the people are as I said not only from a personal point of view but professional are very important to me. And for us, it's very important that there is no barriers. Like we learn from front of house, we learn from back of house. We work together. There is no, there is that that wall or that barrier. It doesn't exist because we we all strive to do better and be better. So we all share ideas, do projects, and see because different backgrounds and more eyes and more hands. We all have different opinions. So together, yeah. when we combine those things, it will be, as I said, it will be something very special. So it's the people who who make that difference for us. Great, thank you. Um, just want to say, I mean, it did it did come out even during the the supper club um night that I I came through, um, you know. The people were amazing. The welcome was great. So I think you definitely um, succeeded with that. Um, but yes, thank you for your time. Uh, you. And for also that amazing meal that night. Uh, the entire team was great. Um, thank you very much. But yeah, thank you. What was your favorite? Oh, um, okay. So dessert is like a separate category for me because I can be however full. If I like the dessert, you know, that's a special like thing. Uh, but from the rest of it, I am going to say... Oh, you know the the paratha and the kebabs we had outside yes, in the barbecue. Yes. That it was just like the the blend of the the paratha with the meat, with like the onion and all of that together. <laughs> it's <was> good. <laughs> right. So, like I mentioned, we will have a bonus episode with all of the details of the supper club menu out next week. So, stay tuned for that. This episode was brought to you by Spinnies and is hosted by me, Devina Devecha, and Tiffany Eslick. We're produced by Chirag Desai. You can follow Spinnies on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok for more, and visit us at spinnies.com where you can shop for fresh produce and a variety of local and exclusive products. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. See you then.